The following is a hoop ball presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, David Williams, along with the Sammy B, and this is Hoop Ball Grizz. We are post game after the Dallas Mavericks beat the Memphis Grizzlies 102 to 92. Grizzlies fall to 13 and 14 on the season and puts them firmly behind the Dallas Mavericks in the standings. Officially, it's awful, and I hate it. So, there are times on this show where I get, uh, you know, pretty high, pretty low, and I'm going to try to not have so many peaks and valleys. But this game ticked me off, man. This 10-point finish... (laughs) <laughs> is not even close to how bad this game was. No. The Grizzlies, I was going to say they're playing defense because there's no D in it, but I don't think that there's any E's in it anywhere. I don't know what you want to call it. There's no D's or E's or F's. They, <laughs> they, they are not playing defense out there. And it, it's the Mavericks are statistically one of the worst defensive teams in the league. And they held the Grizzlies under 100 points. What in the hell are you doing out there? They looked awful. Let's look at the stats here, Sammy boy. (laughs) Let's look at our, our good buddy, the Wildebeest. 11 points, 15 rebounds. Woo! Big night from JV. Five for 18. Not even close. There is nobody on that team that should keep you from scoring and you shoot five for 18. That's the worst I think I've ever seen him shoot. Get him out of town. I don't send him somewhere else. Get rid of everybody. Shoot. Not everybody. <laughs> Every last one of them. But it's pathetic. That That is a, that, it's a trash bad. game from him. 100% awful. 11 and 15. Now nah, that don't look too bad. But when you dig into it, it was it's terrible. Played awful. I talked about rebounding before this game and how I didn't think that the Mavericks would out-rebound the Grizzlies. Guess what? They didn't. They didn't out-rebound them. The Grizzlies late in the game started pulling down some offensive rebounding rebounds. They had 13 offensive rebounds for the game. I don't know how many second chance points that led to, but I know at one point they had six offensive rebounds that led to zero second chance points. Played no defense. Let let me run through the Dallas box score for you real quick. Josh Richardson got moved to Dallas. They're thinking, oh, he's going to have some sort of resurgent resurgent year because this is a better fit for him. He has not, for the record, he has not had a resurgent year. He's been subpar. He shoots 43% from the field tonight, 17.7 rebounds. Luka had 21-7-5. I can live with that. Tim Hardaway Jr. had Hmm. 29 points. 9 for 14 from the field, 64.3%. And I cannot tell you how many times he was wide the hell open when he shot, 
Sammy says at least seven over there. It was there. seven on three point. It was well. Six. He wasn't open it was, for a second. It was like, six because he made that one, and Brandon Clark did move out on him, and he actually they called a foul on it. It's but it was crazy. No effort, no defense, no fire, no nothing. Kyle Anderson, Grayson Allen, Brandon Clark all rested in the Phoenix game because of the five games in seven days. For what? For what? Why did you rest? If you're going to come out in this game and play like a bucket full of freaking crap, why did you rest? To look awful. That's exactly I'd rather them play against Phoenix oof. and just set this one out. Because that's what they done. They were on the floor. They played minutes, but they were not in this game. Ten no. points makes you think that, oh, you know, the Grizzlies were fighting. You cannot wait until five minutes left in the fourth quarter to start playing defense. Yep, pretty much. Can't do it. The shots were not falling for the Grizzlies in the first half. They were terrible in the first half. Terrible through the whole game, period. That's a lot. They finally got a few shots to go right that, in the last couple minutes. They did. Six, six for 31 from three. Over their last three games, they're 16... They've made 16 threes in three games. 16 threes, three games. They're shooting their three-point percentage over those three games, 19%. Justice Winslow, one for five from three. John Morant, 0 for four. JV, 0 for two. Grayson Allen, 0 for four. Desmond Bain, two for four. DeAnthony Melton, one for six. Gosh. Tyus and Tillman each took one. Neither one of them made one. What's the answer? What do you do, Sam? How do they fix it? Play better, period. Go out there with your big boy pants on and be like, hey, I'm going to play basketball today. They, man, they were not interested no, in doing not it tonight, in the slightest man. bit. That's exactly what I saw. I saw some people go out there and run around for 48 minutes. John Morant had a good game. 22 points, four rebounds, nine assists, two steals. He was 10 for 21 from the field. He didn't shoot the ball well from three. Shot awful from the line. He was two for six from the free throw line tonight. Yep. Should have got to the free throw line a few more times. There were a few fouls that he... Uh, had some contact they didn't get called there there were quite a few moments where grizzlies got fouled and they didn't i don't want to be like oh the refs cost them this no game, they obviously didn't. It did. the grizzlies but there no, was there, quite a few this game is on the grizzlies yes but there was quite a few call the there were quite a few down the stretch that were just like hey True, he just yeah. got hit hey, it's like hey come on even i mean even Braven was talking about it i mean mm -hmm. it was it was crazy there yeah. were a few, but anyway, not blaming the refs, but so here I'm. I'm not going to badmouth Justice. Justice is coming back from a long layoff. He's going to be rusty. He's playing good on the defensive end. His shot is off. It's been he shot a lot of stuff short. That's to be expected. He he will not hear anything from me on the negative side until he's played somewhere in the vicinity of ten to fifteen games. Somewhere in that area. 
I'm gonna hold you to it. If you don't, I will. Boom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you I'll write it down. I, I will not badmouth him. No, I won't. I, I like what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. not shooting the ball well. Well, he's still trying. One for he's ten. It up. One for ten is definitely not shooting the ball well. I don't have to tell you that that's bad. I, I don't even I don't know what to say, man. This is this game was tough to watch. The defense was terrible. Tim Hardaway Jr. He he gets streaky. Yeah, he had he had and a he, he had a night where he was streaky. But the Grizzlies did their they did themselves no favors in this game. We talked about it on the weekly preview show about the keys to defense. Are are the keys to defense, but the keys to winning the game. Grizzlies well, keys to winning won. the game. Uh, spoiler alert: defense was one of those things that we talked about. Talked about second second chance points in the paint. They got some offensive rebounds late. That's kind of what brought them back into the game. But there was not enough effort. Not enough effort in this game from the Grizzlies. Not in the slightest. I saw some stuff, people saying, oh, Ja Moran's body language. I didn't see that. People choose to see whatever they want to see, and sometimes people make shit up that's really not there. Ja Morant was playing in this game. There was no lackadaisical effort. There was no, like, the, he was playing. He was playing to win the game. I don't know that you will ever see Ja playing a game that he is not playing to win because you play to win the game. Yeah, I don't know who would have said that one. Not about him. There there were a couple people on Twitter that were talking about his body language. Uh, and I'm I'm not gonna, you know, well, put anybody on yeah. blast or yeah, anything like that. that Defensive scheme. I talked about letting Luca eat and defend everybody else. Dallas can shoot the ball from three. What happens tonight? <laughs> you let somebody not named Luka Doncic beat you. The Grizzlies got a break before this game, and the fact that uh, Chris Stops yep, no was ruled out of this game, he would have caused so many matchup issues for the Grizzlies. So many matchup. Like he, the Grizzlies, because of his length, JV cannot guard him. He's a perimeter big. JV will get eight up. Smacked around. Your best option is going to be between Tillman and Kyle Anderson to guard him. Brandon Clark. That That's who I was going to say. You know, Brandon, I mean, but, yeah. it's just they caught a break mm-hmm. because that's one less person that you have to worry about. And it doesn't it doesn't matter. They clearly were not worried about anybody out there tonight. Not interested in winning this game at all. And they didn't show me anything that uh made me believe. Well, maybe maybe they were just like, you know what, we're in Dallas, we're ready to go home. We'll 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 get it we'll get it together. Better. I expect it now. I said it. I filled my head full of lies probably, but Man, got to do something. Yeah. They, they, if they come in with this type of effort against the Clippers, they're going to lose by forty. No, they should have lost this game by twenty. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I could say that all. The night, Grizzlies but. are missing Dylan Brooks. Whether you choose to 
be an anti-Brooks person or not, they're missing him. They miss his energy, his effort on defense. I know what the stats look like this year. I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna do a deep dive into the stats, and I'm not just gonna give you defensive rating because defensive rating is this man. It, it is. It's a flawed stat in the fact that defensive rating does not take into consideration the caliber of player that you're guarding. So Dylan Brooks' defensive rating is not it's not true to the quality of defender that he is. Is he going to be on an all-defensive team this year? Probably not. I do still think that he gets there at some point in his career. I think the tenacity, the hustle, the amount of effort that he gives on the defensive end is going to lead to him being on an all-defensive team at some point. The Grizzlies are missing that. They need a playmaker. Justice just came back. I think that in the pretty near future that he will be that for them. But Dylan Brooks is that. He is currently that. And that's what they need. Does Dylan Brooks move the needle enough for this to be a win tonight? It's unlikely. I don't think that Dylan Brooks comes in and makes 10 points difference. The Grizzlies done a a solid job on Luka. 8 for 18, 3 for 10 from 3. He was great from the free throw line tonight. Two for nine. Wow. It's what you like to see. That's one of his, that's an Achilles heel for Luka. He's terrible from the free throw line. People overpay for him in fantasy every year because, you know, his (laughs) points, rebounds, and assists look good. You know, he's going to average close to a triple-double. But his percentages are butt. Yes. There are nine categories in fantasy. I love to see it. Go ahead, take him with your first pick. That's fine. Yep. I'll get away from the fantasy talk, but they they done a pretty decent job on Luka tonight. But they didn't play defense on anybody else. That's not a recipe for winning. Does that mean that they're tanking? Sam and I talked about it, weekly preview show. I don't think so. We both don't think that. I mean, that's not what's going on. No. Bottom line, it, this team is a young team. Second youngest team in the NBA. Are they overachieving with their one game under 500 record right now with the people that they've had in and out of the lineup? I'd say so, yeah. They are. 100%. Does it make it any easier to sit here and watch this bullcrap game that we just had to set through? <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. Gosh, it was awful. They... Less than a month ago, this team showed that they can be a solid defensive team, and they've completely gone away from it. They're back to where they were at the beginning of the year of they can't even spell defense out there. It's so bad. Why do you talk about defense so much? Because that's what makes a difference in this game right here. That's how you win. Period. If they contest Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway Jr. made seven threes 
And I will guarantee you, I will bet you a farm that five of those seven made threes were lightly to wide open, lightly contested to wide open threes. And and Absolutely. probably maybe even I think it was because I I only remember one of them closing out. I watched that whole game and the, I remember one they were closing out and they fouled him. Yeah, as Brandon. And I mean that one would still even go down as lightly contested because he was to his he went to yeah his right which would have been Brandon's but anyway he so out of his seven made threes if you can test three of those. Three, and he misses them. You make him alter his shot, change it, whatever it is. You change it, he misses. All of a sudden, this game is 93 to 92. Do you think that doesn't make a difference in the amount of effort that these guys are going to put out at the end of the game? 100% makes a difference. Yep. You, You can tell me that... You don't like Dylan Brooks, and then he makes bonehead plays and sometimes shoots the Grizzlies out of games. You can tell me that, and I will agree with you that those things do happen. They have been happening fewer times this season than what they did last season, especially in the bubble. He shot the Grizzlies out of a few games in the bubble. There were other things that they could have done to be – competitive in those games and, and possibly even still win those games, even with bonehead decisions from Dylan. But he's making passes this year that he was not making last year. He's growing. He's young. Is he setting out or they, they got him setting out to move him, to trade him? Not likely. I don't think that's it at all. I don't think they trade him. He doesn't miss many games. The, you know, Jenkins said before this game – they expect to have him back for the, the series against the Clippers. They will need him in that series. You miss energy. You miss hard work. He's disruptive on the defensive end. Do I think that he's the Grizzlies' best defender? Sam, do you think that Dylan Brooks is the Grizzlies' best defender? Overall, best defender. Oh, man. Who would you say it Put is? Put me on the spot like that. Mm. Let me think. Just let it rip. Yeah, Pull the band-aid yeah, off. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm. I am. I am going to say that because he literally does. He guards every single team's best player, best yeah. wing player. He one hundred percent of yep. the time. Well, yeah, not the best player. Obviously, he's not going to go guard Jokic or something. But or right, Joel. Yeah. Hey, do it. I'd like. To but see it's it, but not he, like he gets a night off if they play the Nuggets well, yeah. because he's guarding Jamal Murray. Yeah. You know, it, exactly. it, it's. No, I, I would say that because I remember watching the Rockets. He'll guard well when they had next James Harden. So next week, the Grizzlies don't have that many games. In our weekly preview show, that's going to be a breakdown. The Grizzlies have three games. They've got the Rockets Sunday, the Wizards Tuesday, and the Bucks on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Three games. We talked about uh, lack of content in the last weekly preview. So that's what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to do a breakdown that gives you a better look of what Dylan Brooks does on the defensive end. It may be eye-opening. I may be the one that's eating crow. I don't think that's going to be the case. 
I don't think that Dylan Brooks is the best defensive player on this team. I think Kyle Anderson is the best defender on this team. See, that's who I was picking from right there. Because Kyle Anderson can guard more positions, very quick hands. I I like Kyle Anderson as a defender. You can argue DeAnthony Melton. Even DeAnthony Melton is a good defender as well. Those three guys, if you had to look at this roster, up and down the roster, best defenders, it's going to be between those three. If you name anybody else, you're just wrong. They're, right, like Tillman has got upside, and I think eventually that he's going to be a great defender. Wait till next year on him. He, he's not there. He's not in this conversation right now. Wait till right next now, year. your three best defenders, Dylan Brooks, DeAnthony Melton, Kyle Anderson, whatever order you want to put them in, it's debatable. You can talk about it, discuss it. I say, for me, it's between Kyle and Dylan. I give the edge to Kyle because he can guard more positions. Dylan, just because of size, is probably not going to guard a four very well. But he can probably guard a one slightly better than Kyle. Like I say, it's debatable. Those are the two guys that it's between. But this, the whole crapping on Dylan Brooks, I I don't care what his defensive rating is because, like I said, that – there are a lot of things, so don't come at me. You don't understand defensive rating. I know what defensive rating is. I understand it. I get it. But it doesn't paint the full picture. Just like how many points you scored does not paint the full picture. You can go out there and score 50 points in a losing effort. Nobody gives a flip. Nobody cares. You can have 15 points in a close game and make clutch plays and nine of your 15 points come in the last minute and a half of the game. And it makes a big difference. Context matters. And that's all I'm saying. I'm going to get away from Dylan Brooks. He didn't even play tonight. We didn't even finish the box score. It's not great. I don't even really know that I want to finish the box score. Nah, I told you about Ja and JV. JV, another double-double. I think that's number 17 on the year for him. Brandon Clark, 11-4. and four. Grayson Allen shot the ball awful tonight. He had three points, five rebounds, one steal. Kyle Anderson, 9-4. and four. Justice, 3-3-2. Three, three, Again, awful shooting night from him. To be expected. Not going to crap on him. Desmond Bain. 12 points, 2 rebounds. Xavier Tillman, 4 points, 10 rebounds, 1 steal. Tyus Jones had it going in the first half. 10 points, 4 assists, 1 steal. DeAnthony Melton, 7, 4, and 2. Sorry, Sammy boy. I normally let you do that. I was kind of... That's okay. (laughs) Those are... Yeah. (laughs) This shotgun through I'd rather not do it anyway on that one. Final score of the game. Again, Dallas Mavericks, 102. Memphis Grizzlies, 92. 13-14 13-14 and 14 on the season. That is, oh, what's this? Are they ninth? I think they're ninth now. They were eighth heading yeah. into this game. Oh, tenth. Oh, it dropped them to tenth. Who moved yep. in front of them? They, they may have been nine, and they may have just only been ahead of Dallas in this game oh, okay. going in. I didn't I didn't check it today. They were at eighth and eighth at one point. Who's nine? I didn't pay attention. What? You got Golden State. Golden State and Dallas. Oh, okay. Are eight nine? Okay. And Denver is actually the seven seed right now, which is crazy. What the heck happened there? Yep, it'd be like that sometimes. They'll be first for the end of the year. It'll be all right. Injuries. Yeah. Yep. 
nothing else on tonight's game. We're going to get out of here. The next game is Thursday back at home in Memphis against the Clippers. We'll be back here for post game on that one. Sammy B, you're going to be here, or is it going to be me and Isaac? I will be here for that one. Okay. Unless if something crazy happens, which life does get crazy sometimes, but I should be here. All right. We'll get out of here. You know about our sponsors. MyBookie is still running the deal over there. The promo code of MyBookie is HoopBall. Best online sportsbook out there. More lines, better odds than any other sportsbook. Motto is simple over there. You bet, you win, you get paid. Go follow the guys at Hootball Gaming. Shout out to my guy, Devin. Devin finished number one in college basketball betting out of some of the top analysts in the game. Devin, our guy at Hootball Gaming, beat all of them. Big names. Go Good. look at the list. I tweeted it out. I gave him a shout out on Twitter, too. Good job. Congratulations, Devin. That's Devin, pretty. Troy. Wow. Dan, Aaron, Vince, all of our guys over at Hootball Gaming are doing a great job. Get paired up with them. Go to mybookie.ag. Use our promo code Hootball. Get that deposit match. Start winning some money. Still got it. Manscaped. You know about that. You know about the lawnmower. Not going to go too deep into that one. Promo code is Hootball20 over there. 20% off of the lawnmower 3.0. You can get the show on Twitter at HoopballGrizz. I'm at DWill2111. Sam is... It is Sam E B 1118s capital S, lowercase a-m-m-y, capital B, 1118. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, somebody bring the freaking Grizzlies some defense. Thank Good you. Lord, please. Yeager! This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.